verses 4 through 8. First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 through 8. Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up. Doth not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked thinketh no evil. Rejoice not in iniquity, but rejoice in the truth. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Charity never faileth. But, what, what, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. You may be seated. Before we indulge, if you will, I'm going to challenge you with this question. Who is satisfied Where are you at in Christ? Who is satisfied with where you are at in Christ? On Thursday, we talked about two words. Forgiveness and unforgiveness. In order to forgive, we have to have a strong tool, medicine that is beyond the technology of man. So today, we want to talk about love. Love. In order to have forgiveness, you must have love. And not any kind of love, but it must be God's love. All other love fails. Jesus said, love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And then he said, love thy neighbor as yourself. We don't want people treating us any kind of way. Am I right? So why will we treat others any old way? Until we learn to love God his way, we won't even know how to love ourselves. If we love them which only love us, we have done no more than what the world does today. And their love changes like the weather. You don't know what or, or how it will come out, whether the, whether the weather's in a summer, winter, spring, or fall. 
and man's love is just just the same. It's hot one time and cold the next. 1 Corinthians 13 is known as the love chapter. It tells us spiritually what love is and what love does. When it talks about long-suffering, it is talking about God's love. Man's love does not have long-suffering. Anybody saw that yet? Man's love is limited, just like everything else he has. Man defines and explains his love as an infection or warm feeling, an emotion or strong desire. Interrupt that affection or warm feeling. Interrupt that emotion or desire, and you have interrupted his love. Both definitions are attached to flesh. And the external man cannot go beyond flesh at all. But when you define God's love, it goes beyond faults and mistakes. God's love has no color, no race, no age or gender. God's love is unconditional. Then and only then is your love beyond the natural realm of man into the spiritual realm of God. Verse 4 says, love suffers long, just like forgiveness. And just like forgiveness, love has no number on how many times you express it. And there is no expiration date on love. You cannot overdose on love. Love and long-suffering are attached to patience. Being patient means to endure, which means to tolerate and understand with calmness. Without God's love, you can't be calm. This goes with forbearing. You must endure and tolerate in order to forgive. Tell me if you can understand this. With God's love and long-suffering in me, I will suffer long. I understand it, but I don't want to. I will endure what is done to me, but I don't want to. I will tolerate attitudes. You've got to be kidding me. Then and only then can I forgive them after they are finished. Hmm. We, would, we wouldn't know how to love, we wouldn't know how love worked unless we were tested by someone or something. How we respond to the test shows where we are in his love. Love also is not envious. Meaning, love is not resentful. You don't treat people differently because they have something. They have something that you want, so you treat them different. Remember, envy is a feeling. All these emotions and feelings that flare up is not love. Love vaunted not itself, or love does not boast or brag. 
if you praise yourself for what you have done, that is not love. You don't brag about what you have. Love is not puffed up. Meaning to have love is not to be proud. Pride comes before a fall. Satan was full of pride and then he fell. God's love is not arrogant. In the next verse it says love is kind. So let me get this straight, Pastor. In God's love, if and when I suffer, I am not envious or resentful to others. I don't brag about what I have, and I'm not proud. But while I exercise this long-suffering and calmness, I tolerate what others do and say. It got quiet. And I endure injury while they act foolish. And to top it off, I am kind, generous, warm-hearted towards them, and then I allow the law of kindness to come out of my mouth when I speak to them or about them. And the church said, Amen. Now, some of you are thinking, words will come out of my mouth, but it won't be the law of kindness. If you are tried, you won't know where you are at if you are not kind in these trials. If you are not kind, you quench the operation of the Spirit of God. But pastor, you just don't understand. They have gotten on my last nerve. I not only have to forgive, but suffer and be kind along with it. I don't treat them this way. They act like they get pleasure in getting on my last nerve and making me upset. And I got to be kind to them. When am I going to get some kindness? Have you ever thought that's really the role that a pastor goes through? <laughs> I know a person who feels if they did all of this, it would mean they being punked. And they refuse to surrender to the will of God. You know anybody like that? But when you are kind and long-suffering, you are not being punked. In Christ, you are being humble. Flesh and humility are not along, do, do not get along with each other. Flesh don't want to do it, but the Spirit of God says do it. Verse 5 tells us, love does not behave itself unseemly. Let's, let's explain this. Doth not means does not. God's love does not. 
it does not behave. For those with a college degree, it does not conduct. For those of us still down to earth, it does not act. For those of us that just want to say, it ain't that way. <laughs> Unseemly means love is not inappropriate. Love is not in bad taste. Love is not grossly improper. Love is not a reaction. Love is action. Today we see, we see something and we say, man, that's ghetto. That's messed up. But I want you to know, no, love is not ghetto. Love is not messed up. Now, let's, let's look at kind. Looking at, looking at love as seeking her own. First of all, love is not demanding. You can't demand love. God is not demanding his love on you. Love is not selfish. Love is giving. God's love is not easily provoked. Meaning, God's love is not angry. It's not angered. So if you are, ang if you are quickly angered, Get upset. This is not God. And your behavior will show that it's not God. Am I talking to anybody? In other words, when anger arises, you have surrendered long-suffering. You have surrendered kindness. You have surrendered his love. And anger would explode, explode. Expose where your level of love is at. On a scale of 1 to 10, when somebody gets on your last nerve, 10 being the highest, where is your love? And the church got quiet. You see, it will either be seen on your facial expressions or to be shown in your actions. And don't say the sun is in your eyes. <laughs> when you think evil, it can go two ways. Either you are thinking evil of what someone is doing, or you are thinking how to do evil to someone else. But this is what we should be thinking on. Or be thinking about it all times. Philippians 4 and 8. Whatsoever things are true. Whatsoever things are honest. Whatsoever things are just. Whatsoever things are pure. Whatsoever things are lovely. Whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue. If there be any praise. Think on these things. To avoid the evil thoughts, think on these. To be successful in your trials, think on these things. To be more than a conqueror, think on these things. 
To be an overcomer, think on these things. This is just an exhortation and an encouragement on how we should be acting with and in God's love. Verse 6 says, God's love rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. When someone does something wrong or evil, or something happens to a person, even if we don't care for them, whatever the reason, don't laugh or take pleasure in their mistakes or fail, failures. This is not the character of God. And if you do so, God can turn that thing around. Love bears all things. Do you see what we need in each other? What we need to do? To bear means to hold up or to support. God's love holds us up and supports us. So with the love of God in us, we can hold and support one another. Anybody need support today? In anything or are we all settled and ready? When love believes all things, it means to accept as true or real. Believing all things is not just for someone else. It is also for you. You must believe as well. You must have confidence that God is in you and hears you too. Love is not partial or prejudiced. Love is not picky or political. Love hopes all things. While you are waiting for it to come to pass, while you're waiting with confidence, you wait with hope. Hope is an expectation. Just like a child hopes and waits for Christmas and hopes for their birthday, we should have a great expectation and hope to the coming of Christ. We are confident in it. We believe it. We wait patiently for it. And we are expecting him to come and get us. Are you expecting him to come? Are you expecting him to come and get you or leave you behind? H have you noticed this? A child will believe everything they are told in here. You tell them they believe it. But when they get old, up in age, and things don't seem to work, and are known as a senior citizen, your hope for things and told and taught, you, you hope they come, you hope they happen. You don't just believe everything, now you hoping and expecting it. But the youth, the teenager, the young adult, exactly what do you believe? Do you believe in what you were taught when you were a child? If the things that you're taught as a child begins to fade away, then when you become that senior citizen, you won't have much of an expectation. You won't know what to believe. Proverbs says that an ant has no guide, no overseer or ruler, yet it provides meat in the summer and gather food in the harvest. Today, 
are we preparing? Are we making provisions? Don't let your flight be in the winter. Love endures all things. Despite the hardship and sufferings we go through, while we wait patiently for whatever is to come, in confidence and expectation, we believe and continue to endure. With a positive attitude, we speak life to ourselves. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. My God shall supply all my need according to his riches that are in Christ Jesus. That is what love does. Love has strong shoulders to bear wrong and injuries. It is done with patience without returning evil for evil. Love allows us to bear one another in love and not cease to be kind. The scripture says we that are strong must bear the infirmities of the weak. In bearing one another burdens, we fulfill the law of Christ. Colossians 3, 12 through 15 says this. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering. If you know how to be strong in the flesh, it is time to exercise that strength in Christ. Forbearing one another and forgiving one another, if any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. Forgive and love and, and love. Don't retaliate. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. Love covers a multitude of sin. It does not expose it, but you must let love have its way. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts to the which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. With that, my time is up, and I thank you for yours.